0: Hello, my name's Pete. This is Social Distancer. So today we're going to try something new. We are going to do an omnibus edition because it's a Sunday. And, um, you know, the last uh, week's worth of Social Distancer probably goes on for about three and a half hours. (laughs) So we thought, what is a good way of rounding up all of the good stuff like the highlights basically it's the highlights okay so gonna make it a shorty make it a bloody shorty right um so a couple of themes emerged of last week number one is the uh, evidence that children transmit um covid19 and they may be asymptomatic and if they do get symptoms they may it may be very very mild we know this but we also know now that study after study after study suggests that they transmit it and uh, one particular study suggests that children between the ages of 10 and 19 transmit it more than any other age group. So Dr. Zoe Hyde on, um, on uh, Twitter, follow her if you're interested in this, Dr. O E H Y D E. Um, I quoted her a couple of days ago, the episode title, for all of these, this is just going to be little snapshots of particular episodes for the last week, so obviously if you're interested to dive into it a bit deeper, then go into the episode, like obviously, I don't need to tell you that, do I? No, I don't need to tell you that. Uh, Anyway, here's Dr Zoe Hyde um, with the kind of, you know, the crux of the matter. The key point is that the studies in this thread show that substantial school outbreaks have occurred. They will continue to occur if community transmission is not suppressed. Ultimately, schools are as safe as the communities in which they are in. So another strong theme from last week was the rising cases and the slowing of uh, easing lockdown and actually rest- uh, tightening restrictions in particular places like the north of England, so Great Manchester, and a couple of other places in the north of England, and also worldwide as well. So, first of all, we're going to listen to Witty, old, uh, what's his first name? Colin, is it? Colin Witty? Uh, I don't know what his name is. Anyway, he's the chief of wits, and he sums up this uh, kind of dilemma that the government are in. Beautifully punchy like this. Punchy, punchy, that's what Old Sausage says, isn't it? It's very punchy. Hands, face, face, punchy. But we have to be realistic about this. The idea that we can open up everything and keep the virus under control is clearly wrong. And what we're seeing as, is that we are at the outer edge of what we can do and therefore choices will need to be made. But people, I think, are very clear, for example, that schools are an absolute priority for the welfare of children. So cases are rising in the UK and in Europe and worldwide. And on Sunday afternoon, we have news that uh, things have got so bad in Melbourne that they've imposed a strict lockdown. Schools are open, but interestingly, children are being advised to wear masks, but not the staff, which is interesting because in the UK, neither children or staff are being advised at the moment. Obviously schools that open in the UK until uh, September. But Melbourne and the surrounding areas are on strict lockdown now uh, for the next six weeks. So quite a long time. They can only exercise within about a two and a half mile um, radius, so like five kilometer, radius for their house only go to the local supermarket other shops are opening but the idea is that it's only essential uh, items that you get you can only have one person go to the shops Um, you can only be out of the house for an hour each time and there's a curfew from 8 pm i think it is 8 pm till 5 am a curfew on the streets of melbourne so they're, you know, this is a stricter lockdown than before. And it's a stricter lockdown than lots of other um, you know, countries in uh, Europe, for instance. Certainly much, much stricter than uh, Britain. The idea is that if you can work from home in Melbourne, then you do again. So again, this is emblematic of something that's happening all around the world and probably best summed up by the situation in um, Vietnam. That I spoke about in yesterday's episode so here's a little snapshot of that shot <laughs> so in March the highest number per day was hundred and sixty-nine infected uh, as of yesterday the 31st of July it was hundred and seventy-one infected cases so they are finding their first their first deaths um, you know, the end of July, into August. Um, So yeah, one death registered today. The first two deaths were registered yesterday. And just taking a look at the recent new cases numbers, yesterday was 37, so 40 today, 37 yesterday, 50 the day before, 13 the day before, 15 the day before, 11 the day before, 3 the day before. So you can see how quick they're moving. And straight away, their response is, right, we're going to test everyone in this this city where the cases are. Everyone. So that's the city of Da Nang in Vietnam. It's a city of 1.1 million people. And they're going to be testing everyone in the city, starting now. And they're hoping to get 10,000 cases a day, sorry, 10,000 tests a day. Um, so that's, you know, interesting and amazingly different from Britain, for instance, in terms of the the kind of speed of the response and the number of tests. And in last night's episode, I liken it to an outbreak in a hospital in Stockport in the north of England, part of Greater Manchester, and their response to, because there's been an outbreak, they're going to test all of the staff in Stockport Hospital, which I don't know how many people work there, but it's, you know, can't be that many. What, a couple of thousand at the most? And their response is, um, oh yeah, we're going to rapidly test them in five days. So, um, yeah, listen to last night's episode for a bit of that. It was episode 139. Is it 139? Yeah, 139. THE SYMPTOMS So the symptoms is a new segment looking at um, some of the effects, uh, the you know illnesses connected to COVID-19, some of them unusual, some of them quite widespread. So this uh, first week of doing it we have looked at the heart, we have looked at losing speech and here's a little snippet from yesterday's episode again this is Hallucinations. 53 year old man he's rushed into hospital basically he's tried to take his own life by drinking bleach. Uh, No medical history of any note, no psychological or you know kind of like no physical health problems whatsoever in this 53 year old man, he was uncooperative, Um, he was kind of like there you know but he just was in a kind of odd mood and he didn't cooperate with the doctors and on day 10 he then started to come around and he didn't really have any symptoms apart from the fact that he out of nowhere tried to drink the bottle of bleach under the sink and his wife who accompanied him to the hospital was freaking out saying like you know this is he's never done anything like this before i don't know what the hell is going on He didn't have a cough, he didn't have any of the symptoms of COVID-19 that we, you know, have kind of come to look for. He reported that his initial symptoms of repeated command auditory hallucination of an unrecognisable singular voice that started one day before him ingesting bleach. He was unsure about the gender of the voice, but noted that it sounded demonic, it was probably Gavin Williamson, wasn't it, and stated that he heard the voice externally. The voice initially told him, go jump from the bridge, and later told him, go to the kitchen and drink bleach. He reported feeling confused and terrified. So there we go, out of the blue, this poor fucker gets bleach down him because he basically can't take it anymore. This. Demonic voice that he describes as external, you know, not kind of in your head as it were, but an external voice that he can hear is telling him to drink bleach. And probably against his better judgment, in total fear, he drinks the fucking thing. <laughs> and it isn't the demon. It isn't Williamson this time. It's um, uh, COVID-19. So there we go, a terrifying side effect or symptom of COVID-19. And uh, also, if you want to email the show, and more people are emailing, including an excellent email that I got the other day, um, the email address is socialdistancerpodcast at gmail.com. And this week, in a way, you could sum up this week as the introduction of poor choice, or poor choice. Porchus. Porchus is a listener, I don't know where they are, but they've been emailing quite cryptic, interesting questions, and it's been, they've really got the kind of, you know, the, the tone of the show, I think. Poor Choice. <laughs> so, um, if you haven't heard many of last week's shows, a big, for me, whenever I think about last week's shows, I think of Poor Choice, actually. Sorry, Poor Choice. Anyway. Uh, Here's a little flavour. I'm going to do a shorty, but quickly, Poor Choice has been in contact again, saying, has there ever been a Covid born that is bigger than time and space? And the answer to that simply is yes. For the people that are affected seriously by... Ah, you didn't expect me to be serious about this. But of course, you know, there is only uh, what we perceive. So for the people where it's lights out, you know, if you know what I mean, you know, code, stuff out the lights, hey, Um, then that is fucking it then, isn't it? So obviously it's bigger than time and space for those people. So thank you ever so much for listening. It's fantastic. 140 shows. Well, 139 plus a couple of uh, special ones. This omnibus thing, we're going to do it every Sunday. Just as a little quick catch-up, quick round-up, but obviously, you know, jump into the episodes that you think might be interesting. And here we go. This We've got to do this, of course. One, two, three, walk between the raindrops. Take care. Bye. I got my first real six-string oh yeah, the five and all. Played it with my fingers bad, it was the summer of 69 Me and some guys from school had a band and we tried real hard. Jimmy quit, Jody got COVID. Should have known it would never get far. And when I look back now, the summer seemed to last forever. And when I held your hand, oh yeah, Howard, always want to be there. I was the best days of my life. (laughs)